that wherever you from, you will get hated the most. You know, most rappers die in their own city, man. It's a fact. Man, you gotta know what you're doing. This this the rap game, but this really ain't nothing but the streets. You gotta play this game right. You gotta move out the neighborhood. Like even if you're not doing music and you're from the hood and you got ties to the hood, like this you gotta do that first thing first anyway. Like get away from the environment. You know what I mean, just to better yourself and just to grow and go around when you want to go around. But it's all with knowing how to move, man. You know what I'm saying? Like knowing what you're doing. Like like not you can't be comfortable. Never. It's just a part of life right now. Whether we like it or not, it's a part of life. If it ain't one thing, it's a motherfucking nutter. We trapped together, then that's my motherfucking brother. I pay her bills and bad designer, but I don't love her. She just play a part when it's time to smuggle. I pull up, pick up that bag and burn rubber. I got a sweet tooth, but I stay away from suckers. For real though. No boo and Malibu was my last supper. We eat good. I fucked her in rush hour traffic, Chris Tucker. <laughs> yeah. Everybody screaming, gang, gang, gang. The folks come and get you, you gon' tell on the whole gang. gang. She said, can she fuck me with my diamond shine? If I ain't in the bank, then I'm on the plane. Hey. About to go get some money or go spend some money yeah. They stopped me in the airport, had too many binges on me They don't want you to live, they don't want you to ball Them pussy smile in your face, yeah, then they pray for you to fall Hey, young nigga, stay focused, but I really wanna crash Think about where you at, then think about your past Yeah, I really came from shit, but I won't change for shit My bitch say I'm stuck in my ways, my wrist say I been getting paid a hundred shots, a hundred shots Me and my niggas pull up in a hundred drops My role model used to get a hundred blocks Street niggas in a tuxedo, we the mob She looked at my watch too long, now she see stars I got so high last night, I did a show on Mars Yo bitch ate my dick, I caught her on them bars My pinky ring, extra large Phones all in the garage. Whoa. Remember my first Menard? Yeah, yeah Toy and Britney. Yeah. I'm shopping for diamonds at Tiffany's. Tiffany's. Nah, I don't got no sympathy. Nah. She blew my whistle like a referee. What? Broke black nigga, remember me? Hey. Until I found out that recipe. Yeah. Started getting about 10 a week. Yeah. Finger on the trigger when I sleep. Yeah, yeah nigga, I'd rather you than me. Yeah. Backseat smoking good weed. A hundred shots. A hundred shots. A hundred shots. How the fuck you miss a whole hundred shots? Not welcome at my trap if you don't shop. Get out, bro. Before you come through that back door, you better knock. Get the door. They've been waiting on this gangster shit to drop. Even them fuck niggas that wish I could be stopped. How many dicks you suck to get that couple million? <laughs> Self-made millionaire, oh what a feeling! My niggas came from dealing. Fuck nigga, get out your feelings. Your bitch got me sexual with healing. Guess who just walked in the building? Came out with six bitches. My uncle said that's pimping. My diamonds always hitting. You looking for your bitch? She with me, nigga. She ain't missing. I told you, fuck nigga, stay out my way, but you didn't listen. Stupid ass niggas. Big rocks in my watch, and we put extensions in all of the Glock. A hundred shots, a hundred shots, a hundred shots. How the fuck you miss a whole hundred shots? Yeah. Stop.
already know what it is. You are listening to The Urban Product. It's your boy, DME. And for this episode, and I think for the first time since this podcast has started, I am running the show on my own. Everybody's sick. I just recovered from being sick. It's flu season. Everything's going around. I've been saying since COVID started, whole life, never got it. And to this day, no matter how sick I get, I will continue to say that I do not have COVID. Mad people try to put that shit on me earlier when I was sick, and I'm like, nah, it's impossible. I can't catch that shit. And then when I went back to the doctors, they were like, yeah, you don't have COVID. And I'm like, word. So these people are really trying to negatively put that shit on me like I got. It's literally at this point, it's like catching an STD. When people tell you that you're dirty and you got like COVID, you feel a type of way. And you don't want anybody putting that shit on you. So, hey, if you're feeling under the weather, drink some tea, put some honey in that bitch because that's the only way I can drink my tea and, you know, get better and we'll get through this winter before getting too crazy. Just want to shout out Kat. She's in the studio holding me down for this episode, so I'm not feeling too lonely out here. Thank you. I appreciate you. If everybody was here this week, they would have wanted me to touch on the topic that everyone was talking about within the past couple of days. I feel like by the time this episode comes out, it would have been old news, so it doesn't really matter, but I'll touch on it for a little bit, I guess. So if you're not if you don't know what I'm talking about right now, a few days ago, there was an incident on IG Live with everyone's favorite troublemaker, the baby, him and um his baby mother who is also an artist. She goes by the name of Danny Lay. Uh they had a child together and a couple of day a couple of days ago over IG, um they had an argument they were on IG Live. Apparently, uh, the baby was kicking Danny Lay out of his house um, with their child. She was he was calling her nasty words. He was calling her crazy. He was calling her a side bitch. He was never really claiming her. But then Danny Lay responds back with the receipts of how this man is bugging if he's really claiming that she's a side because she had all the receipts that made it really look like they were in a relationship. But it got messy. It got nasty. A lot of words were exchanged over Instagram. And I don't really feel like reading or repeating most of what was said because I stay out of all that shit. But I do mention it just to say that me personally, I really don't think that people should be putting their business out on social media or the Internet like that in general. If you're going through some shit. You know, not everything is perfect. Not everything is clean. But I don't think that the world needs to see it. You know what I mean? That whole thing could have went down. And shit, if that all went down and nobody knew about it, you know, the world would have been okay. It's still a fucked up situation. He didn't need to put her business out there. Like, that's the mother of your kid. Like, if you got beef... I understand, but at the end of the day, that's the mother of your child. You decided to have a baby with this person. And because y'all have started a family together, I really don't think it's the smartest thing to put, you know, your half of the family like that in this type of limelight. If the daughter grows up and finds that video, you know, nobody just wants to nobody wants to see that shit. It's really all unnecessary. And for the sake of what? clout popularity like the baby has been one of the biggest talked about artists within the past two to three years and whenever there's a moment where you think 
he's fallen off or is gonna be forgotten about he comes right back to let you know that no he is very still relevant and i understand he just dropped a project over the weekend and i was hoping i was like i really hope this isn't you know promotion or like rollout for the project that he just dropped because if that is the case it's nasty it is nasty he did all of that and at the end of the night, he uh, posted a clip from a music video, which I don't know if that was released before or after the incident. I'm not sure. But he was promoting his uh, music video off of his latest project after that whole thing. So if that whole situation was just promotion for that, that's pretty nasty. That's pretty nasty, especially to put, you know, this woman under that type of um, under that type of light. I feel like if Imani or Darnell were here, they would talk about, um, well, more specifically Imani. If she was here, she would probably talk about um, what women experience after giving birth. Like there's a term that's um, postpartum depression. Uh, and a lot of women go through that after um, after giving birth to these beautiful babies. So we don't know what Danny Lay was going through at the time. We don't know. Uh, there was some issues with her and the baby's other baby mother which i won't get into but it was just nasty on all sides everyone's family starting to get involved and then it hit the internet and i don't know that's just just nasty um but i don't like the fact that danny lay is being shown in this light even though i don't agree with everything that she does uh first off i don't like the fact that she says the n-word when she's white and dominican um, I don't appreciate that, no matter what your background is, to be completely honest with you. If I can't find a trace of black in there, I just shouldn't hear that coming out of your mouth. That's my personal opinion. Um, so even though I don't agree with that, she still shouldn't be getting treated how she is um, being treated. And if it is how it is, like I said, that just shouldn't go on the Internet. All right. I don't have much to say on that topic. I'd probably have so many jokes to say if everybody else was here. But since it's just me, I feel like if I was to make a bunch of jokes, it would it just wouldn't look right right now. You feel me? It just wouldn't look right. So I'm not going to do that. Uh, so, yeah, prayers for everyone involved. Um, I hope that whole situation works itself out. The baby needs to stop all this negative attention uh, because you got to think about everything that he's been through this this situation the Megan Thee Stallion situation um, the fucking the fucking Rolling Loud situation when it was pretty much him versus the LGBTQ community like the baby has just been going through so much within the past two to three years to knocking niggas out in malls to shooting people in Walmarts like the baby's doing a lot right now and I don't know what type of man he is. I don't know that man. I don't. But if he is the, you know, family man that he says he is, if he wants to be the best father available to his kids like he says he does, then I think he should try to also protect the other members of his family as well. Protect your kids, but protect the mother of your kids too the hell i feel like that should, that's simple logic protect the mother of your kids too all right that's all i'll say on that and then i'll move on all right so next thing i want to touch on is the day in vegas festival 
This past weekend, there was a music festival in Las Vegas called Day in Vegas. Mad people were performing. I think it was a three-day festival. Lil Baby was there. SZA performed. Snow Allegro was there. Kendrick was there which was great. His set was amazing. I saw like clips from his set. His set was so great. Um, and it just makes me so excited for whatever new music he is planning to release because that's definitely coming. If it's not coming at the end of the year, it is definitely coming within the first three years of 2022. No, wow. First three months of 2022. I'm calling it. Kendrick is coming. SZA is definitely dropping before. I personally think that's why there's no news about Kendrick right now, because they're still trying to push uh, SZA at that label. So once SZA drops, then I can finally prep for the Kendrick drop. Um, but something else that happened at that festival was a little incident during Lil Uzi Vert's set. So first things first, he showed up late. Uh, and because he showed up late, the festival cut his set short, obviously. Because you have a certain time you're supposed to run it for. Uh, so they cut his set short. But during his set, fans were trying to stop the show from going on because apparently people were fainting. And coming right off of the heels of this Astroworld tragedy, I feel like a lot of concert goers, if they see something similar like this um, starting to form or starting to happen... They're going to try to call it out immediately, and they're going to try to stop the show immediately. Now, is this everyone just trying to catch a, a viral moment, trying to be a hero if they see some shit going down? I don't know. But this is how Lil Uzi Vert reacted to the entire situation. He noticed a lot of people trying to stop the show, and he said, yo, I don't take breaks. Uh, if it's getting bad, then leave. But if you don't want to leave, then stay. And that was pretty much his statement. And he continued on with the show. So I thought about that, right? And after thinking about it, artists like Lil Uzi Vert, artists like Travis Scott, Playboy Cardi, these artists who make energetic music to rage or to party to, They've always been in that type of environment, whether it's mosh pits, because mosh pits are, is new to hip hop. That's not really our shit. Hip hop doesn't do mosh pits. Um, I just really think that's like a festival thing, to be honest with you. Hip hop doesn't claim mosh pits. But for these artists, since they became popular, this was the culture that they were used to. If you go went to their earlier shows, they've been doing this from the jump. So whether even though it is sad to see how the astro world is turning out, artists like Lil Uzi Vert, who have always been used to that, I don't think they're gonna change right away just because of this one event that occurred. This is a the tra the Astro World tragedy, I think, is going to fuck up live performances for a lot of people for uh, an extended period of time. I don't think anyone is really going to feel safe at these events. Everyone's been traumatized to the point where no one is going to want this to happen at their event. So artists, I feel like artists are going to take more um, precaution and, you know, even the slight bit of fainting, they're going to want to stop the show. Like Imani said last week, Tiana Taylor did it. And 
I remember seeing clips that same week of SZA stopping a show because she wanted to make sure everyone was okay. And look, you got SZA and you got Tiana Taylor. Two artists where you wouldn't really mosh pit to their music, you know what I mean? But this event, like I said, has triggered every single person in this business. So now you can't take any chances. You can't take risks. You don't want these lawsuits coming your way. You don't. So now if you see any indication, you're going to stop the show. Like I said, Lil Uzi is not one of those people. He's been used to this. And what he said, I've been told that in a mosh pit. When I was at Rolling Loud, when I saw people getting, you know, pushed and rumbled. You know, this is before I got trampled. But I heard in the crowd, like, they were telling people, yo, if you can't fuck with the if you can't fuck with the pig, get out, like leave. Because everyone there, that's what they're there for. You know what I mean? So if you're not here for it, you just got to leave right now because they're not going to stop it just because of like this one person who's not fucking with it. They're going to keep doing it. And so when Lil Uzi said that, it didn't really catch me off guard. It makes sense. But his reaction to when they cut his set short, he threw when they cut his set short, he angrily threw his mic into the crowd. Like he launched his mic into the crowd. I don't know if any of y'all have pick, picked up a mic before, but even this mic that I'm recording with right now, if I was to launch it in a crowd of people, that hits you on the head, fam. You gonna, you might get concussed. You might get knocked the fuck out. Just know this bitch will do damage to your head. You feel me? So I, I don't get it. I feel like artists just need to be more responsible uh, with their actions. Uh, to refer back to the to the Astroworld tragedy, just to update it, the count was at eight last week when we spoke Unfortunately, uh, it rose up to 10. So now 10 people have died uh, from the event. Um, Youngest being a nine-year-old, last time I heard, which is extremely sad every time that I think about it. Like I said, this event still, like, fucks me up to this day. And I just keep paying attention to seeing how the world reacts to everything. One by one, Travis Scott is losing all of his endorsements. And it's really sad because I'm just like... This isn't really even Travis's fault. You know what I mean? Like, could he have stopped the show? Yeah. Stopping the show with 50,000 raging Travis Scott fans? How would they react to a stopped show? I don't know. Would it have been better to, you know, just keep the show going and hoping the medical personnel do what they got to do? Maybe. But now if I have 50,000 angry people... Who knows what will turn out out of that? So I don't know. Like, it's a really messy situation. You got to put blame on somebody. Somebody is to blame. So, of course, this being Travis Scott's event, he's going to have to take a good majority of the heat for this. But it's just sad because I don't know Travis Scott personally. But being a fan of his music throughout the years and just seeing how much he fucks with his fans, deep down I feel like he's a good person. You know what I mean? And this whole event, this whole event did a number on him. I already said he's probably not dropping his album when he said he was going to. I don't think you're going to see him in the public eye for a while. Like, for a while. And everyone's calling for his cancellation. Well, not everyone, but everyone that's been affected and is upset over all of this. They're all calling for his cancellation. So you can just see how all that could affect a person. You know? Everything's in full 
really unfortunate with these deaths. But everyone is just also so quick to throw blame on somebody. It's like when something happens, something traumatic happens, you just want to put the blame on somebody. And Travis is the scapegoat. So it is what it is. I do feel for the brother. Uh, prayers for everyone involved still. But, yeah, I, I just hope that everyone uh, gets through it right. I just hope everybody gets through it right. Let's go ahead and just talk quickly about new music because I'm not going to get too deep on my shit because I'm solo. So let's talk about the shit that keeps me in a happy space. You feel me? So let's talk about music that just recently dropped. All right. Yo, Silk Sonic dropped an album last weekend. It's called An Evening with Silk Sonic. Uh, if you don't know who that is, that's uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. They uh, they made that single Leave the Door Open which was on everyone's radios. Everybody played that shit, you know? We don't we don't even hear music like that, but that shit, that's a certified classic. You can and 5, 10 years down the line, you're going to be able to play that somewhere and it's going to take you back to a feeling. That's a fact. It's going to take you back to a feeling. Uh, and you know, that's what I got with a good majority of this album. The album is, let's see. The album is 9 songs long. Which is uh, standard for this type of music. When I saw the number of tracks on the tape, I was just like, okay, that makes sense. That's enough songs to fit on a vinyl, like on one vinyl, so you don't have to go on two. So I was like, okay. And back in the day, albums like were really that short. LPs were that short. So it makes sense. Production, smooth, Stella. They play instruments, so... They're not going to fuck around with production. It's going to sound great. I already know. If those two go on tour together, I already know. Possibly. Sold out shows. Sold out shows. And I really hope that they don't do arena tours because Bruno Mars can easily do an arena tour for sure. But with this type of album, I feel like it would be really dope if it was in a more intimate setting. So maybe like, maybe like, ah. Fucking Bruno Mars, like he, you can't, you can't put Bruno Mars in like a fucking paradise, or you can't put him in a house of blues. Maybe Fenway, Fenway can maybe be intimate. I could see Bruno and um, Bruno and Anderson doing a little show at Fenway. That might be more intimate than TD Garden, where they would normally go to. I wouldn't want to see them do anything at Gillette because I think that's too big. But Bruno Mars definitely has that type of pull. I want to see them perform in a small space. Um, you know, get the vibes right. Somewhere where I can have my drink, have my lady thing on the side, and still not have to squint to see them <laughs> on stage. You feel me? I want to be able to actually see them. And have some room to dance because they make some dancing music. You know what I mean? That type of R&B, I'll dance to that shit. Hey, that's some smooth music right there. So definitely check that out if you haven't had the opportunity to. Uh, my favorite song on it at the moment, at the moment is either because i have two so smoking out the window and um fly is me yeah juice world his camp released a single uh, on his behalf the song is called already dead and it was it was pretty eerie it was pretty eerie for me to hear that to be honest with you uh in specific more specifically, just the lyrics that um, were told. It felt very eerie because, you know, he talks about death a lot in his music, but just 
just hearing him say I'm already dead and things and just kind of echoing that on. I was just like, oh, this is spooky. I, I don't really I don't know. It's spooky. I don't really know how I feel about that. And that's actually the first single on his upcoming album that's rumored to drop. Not rumored to drop. It's confirmed. That album is coming out in uh, December, I believe, December 10th to be exact. Let me just double check that. Yeah, December 10th, Juice World is going to be coming out with his second posthumous album. I loved Legends Never Died, so I just hope his camp is able to do just as well on the second tape. I hope they're able to do just as well. You feel me? So look out for that. When that album comes back. I'll probably be emotional again, so we'll revisit it uh, and go over it when it's time. All right. Now, I'm going to go ahead and make a call. Sometimes I just think about why the grind so slow Been losing my dogs, like why is this life so cold? I gotta keep praying, just hope my dreams unfold But I gotta stop stressing what's out of my control I'm sitting back thinking about all the dimes I sold The lies I told, but this the life I chose On the road with my brothers, I know my guys won't fold So even if we enemies, I promise you'll remember me And I'm still yeah. riding solo, riding dolo till the wheels fall off I ain't worried about no bitch cause I'm a real top dog Disrespect any of the guys, that's how you get knocked off And I didn't see this shit so much Yellow tape and white chalk You learn to move on And niggas want me gone so I can't move on I'm in the hills, I miss my niggas, it been too long Can't slow me down, so when I fuck, I keep my shoes on So Brody, fuck that old shit, let's make a new song Let's give the streets what they relate to If I was in the same position as you, I would hate to Some niggas chase the cup, but that will never ever make you The streets ain't accept me, so all my life I had to break through My OG can't even come back to the States My little brother was born, shit, I can't wait to see his face And my little sisters look up to me, I'll tell them we gon' be straight You fuck with them, then you fuck with me, give a fuck, I can't When I make it, we gon' all shine Keep a bad little shorty and she all mine I sit back and I think to myself what they sayin' about me I don't even care what these niggas might say about me Acting like believers, I know that they probably doubt me Used to be a team, now they tryna blow up without my me My bro just called, he hit my phone, he said he got no bag I swear to God it hurt my soul, I swear that shit's so sad They heard I'm up, but if I lose it, they gon' switch so fast These niggas switching over a bag my grandma died, you know I do this for you I can't believe this really happened, I was praying for you I do it for my daddy too, and my bro 42 R.I.P. my dog, know I see you in the Sometimes stars, Sometimes I yeah. just think about why the grind so slow Been losing my dogs, like why is this life so cold? I gotta keep praying, just hope my dreams unfold But I gotta stop stressing what's out of my control I'm 
Sitting back thinking about all the dimes I sold The lies I told, but this the life I chose On the road with my brothers, I know my guys won't fold So even if we enemies, I promise you'll remember me Alright, beautiful, how you doing today, bro? I'm straight, my boy. What's the deal? Now nah, we doing good. We doing good. Uh, for people that don't know, we got GMD Jets on the phone with us today. He decided to take a little time out of his day to talk to us. You know, we definitely yes, got to connect with you. Definitely got to connect yes, with sir. you when you're back up in Massachusetts. Um, mm -hmm. I already talked to Jama. We're going to get all that straightened out the next time you're up here because definitely want to get you on to talk about everything that you've been doing. You know what I mean? For sure, bro. For sure. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, for sure. So I called you because I wanted to talk about the project that you just dropped, right? Too Smooth. Right. Right. Congratulations. Too Smooth. Out. Thank you, bro. Too Smooth out now for everybody who don't know, man. GMD Jets, biggest in charge, the biggest bro. Look, everywhere, whatever. Facts, know facts. That. Congratulations on that release. Um, I was listening to that, and I, like, hit John immediately. I was like, yo, yo. Boy improved. <laughs> the boy improved, you feel me? Um, I definitely, yeah, I liked the good majority of the tape. Um, Thank you, bro. I appreciate, I appreciate that, for real. Yeah, no bullshit. I, I loved, like, a good majority of this tape. Um, you didn't stay in just one lane, which I thought was incredibly dope. Uh, you, mm -hmm. like, experimented with different sounds, um, which was cool. I can tell you, like, my, I got, like, three favorite Johns on here. Like, Thank you. Like life Which I chose, like? life I chose, life I chose. Yep, they love it now. When I was going up, that one. Shout out Bucks. Yeah, that's the one for me. Uh, homesick is another one. Yeah, thank you. And um, that's like my sleeper. That's like my sleeper. That like I fuck with heavy, but I ain't know how much people is gonna like it. Nah, that's the melody. You, you're good with the melodies. You're doing something thank right you, with bro. the melodies. Yeah, you got that. And you, if I was to say a third track, it's uh, it's the track with greedy. Say something. Yeah, say something. Yo, so Greedy's I know what you nice. like. I know what type of I think Greedy Shark. Greedy's nice. Yo, GMD Greedy goes crazy. Yo, his bars, yo, his bars is above people's head, bro. Like he said, he said, he said, he said, Pillsbury PM in the kitchen like a baker man. Like, yo, that's the average right average nigga's not saying that, bro. Nah, facts. That's that's heat. Uh so go ahead, just tell me about your um tell me about the makings of the project. Yeah, man. So too smooth. Um if you want to be technical from the first song I made that's on the project, you could say this tapes three to four years in the making even before the first one even was released, if we're being technical. Yeah. I dropped songs. Um, the song I have, the last song on it, the outro with my boy Leaf, uh, that song's from 2017. So you know what I'm saying? I, did, yeah. I feel like my sound, as much as it's grew, I've stuck with it in a certain pocket that my fans appreciate. So I could pull a song from four years ago and it's still going to fit with the body of work I put out today, you feel me? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's the sequel to the first one. The fans really got to know me from the first one. I had a great feedback on that, you know, so they was ready for the sequel. It's been year, year and a half in between. Um, I really should have dropped it last year, but it, it didn't make sense. The time wasn't right, the music wasn't ready. So I pushed it back one more year, and um, yeah, here we are, man, my biggest release to date. Nah, shit. Hey, and it's doing what it needs to do, you know, for sure. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. What I thought was, like, really dope was when you linked up with the artist from Detroit. Um, because Child homies from Detroit. Yeah, because honestly, the sound that they got buzzing right now, I think that you kind of fit well in that pocket. You know, you being from the East Coast, 
not many people from the East Coast are hopping on the Detroit wave. You feel me in terms right. of how they're doing music out there? So when I heard you with them, it didn't sound foreign. You know what I mean? It didn't mm-hmm. sound like an outsider creeping in. It just sounded like a homie that lived down the block, a couple blocks over, you know, just that came to visit. So I really thought that was dope. And whatever relationship you got over there, definitely uh, keep that in tune because I saw, I saw something when I, when I heard that. That and the Flynn and Chusets. Uh, record too right shout out rio shout out louis um yeah and but that's the thing too is like i mean that's a whole other topic to have but all it's like people that don't listen to it that well they don't even know that half of them artists is from flint which and like if you talk to them they just oh, it'll yeah. be the difference between you My know fault. what i mean I said, like they i said detroit like, nah, i like, meant michigan i meant michigan yeah but it's good mm-hmm. no 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 but you but 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 it's kind of one sound, bro. I know what you. Anybody would know what you meant. Yeah. But yeah, they take it more seriously. Like, not, if you went up to Rio and was like, "Yo, you're my favorite artist from Detroit," he'll be like, "Nah, bro, I'm from Flint." Yeah, I, I, I like, meant to say Michigan. Yeah. My yeah, mind. but it's good. It's good though. I know what you meant though, bro. It's like, but yeah. Um, but shout out to the artists from Detroit too. It's a mix of both of them. You know, we got um V's on there. Um, you know V's, and then I was supposed to have the track um with Babyface Ray. Then end up working out. Hopefully, I'm gonna. Get that with him before this year's over, maybe top of next year. How'd you connect um, with the people out there? Um, it's just it just started from being in LA, man. Like being in LA just made everything easier. Like, who's the first one I did? The first feature I ever did with anyone from Michigan was Cashier Kwan. He's from Detroit, mm. and um, his just someone who's like was on the come up at the time, and I really liked his sound. And um, I thought his music was funny and shit. So I reached out to him. Like, he was around. And he was we was talking in the DM a lot, blah, 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 blah. He went on tour. We were supposed to shoot then. The tour got canceled because COVID. And I ended up linking with him in Miami. And then from him, it was just a chain effect. From him, I linked with TJ. Did a song with both of them. Then, you know, uh, Rio, um, Y&J and Mike, shout out to Coochie, man. They came out here. I reached out to them got with them you know and then just that's why i met louis ray met louis ray that helped me get the feature with him and rio it's just like a chain you know what i mean nah facts and it's all organic bro like the vibes is good like nobody being weird like you know what i'm saying on that fan shit we just kicking shit bro that means i've been saying in another podcast i just did i said um they're just like us you feel me mm-hmm. they're not like they're like at least the michigan dudes none of them dudes gave me that hollywood vibe they should remind me of me and money because like we just get high we get money you make music bro that's what yeah. we do like that you feel me nah i feel you like that pocket works that pocket works that's what i'm telling you and that's the thing too that i make clear and people tell me i don't i get on those beats and like you said it sounded familiar i'm not trying to rap like them you feel me yeah that's I'm my thing on this. That's right. my thing, because sure, like when I heard it, see, it's like, because when I heard it, like, where are you from originally? New Bedford, not right? Probably out of seven seven four. Exactly. So I heard that, and I haven't heard any of the other like Flint artists before. Like I haven't heard that, but I heard the sound. So like when I heard it, I was just like, oh okay. You would think that some people from Michigan. That's their unique style. But then when you hear more artists from there, you're just like, oh, no, this is just what the culture is like, you know? So right, when you hear people sure. rapping like that, that's how you know they're, they're from where they're from. So that's why yeah, when you got... that shit's impressive. Exactly. Paving so that's why when I impressive. got them, that's why when I got them on it and I got you, I'm able to clearly hear, I right, this is literally Massachusetts and Michigan linking up. And it sounds like that. 
You feel me? Yeah, for sure. Which is why sure. I think no, that's they're not dope. trying to rap like me. I'm not trying to rap like them. We just like the same beats. You feel me? Yeah, that 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 works, bro. That definitely works. So yeah. I definitely want to shout out to you with that. Um, yeah, shout out to guys, man. Appreciate all the all the love I got from all them, bro. They helped me a lot. You feel me? Yeah. Um, Grace is also fire. The glove is Thank fire. You, bro. Uh, Thank you, bro. Money, so I see you got to you got to like the uh, lyrical shit too. Yeah, money clip is is smooth. I like lyrical and melodies, but yeah, me when too. You, when you're able to intertwine both, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's another thing too. That I think it's under um under like appreciated in rappers. Like, if you really look at the rap game, we take the hundred biggest artists. Like, it'll probably take us a little bit to write that down, but you know, or even the top twenty five, most of those people are going to be in one lane either year. You rap, or that you do melodies, and chances are you're not any good at the other. But there's a few people in this game that's really good at both. Feel me? Like the Drakes, Juice World. I think was the Juice World and Drake. I think is close to who's the best of that can do both lanes. Even someone like Trippy Red or like, Facts. you know what I, I mean? Juice. People who could really, really spit on like a New York type of like boom bat beat, and then they can also get an auto tune song, put that shit in key, and go crazy. Mm-hmm. It's hard, bro. It's more impressive and it goes underappreciated. But I don't I ain't tripping. I ain't looking for compliments. Nah, facts for sure. So what's your goal right now with everything that you're doing? You just dropped the release. Are you kicking back for a little bit? What's next? I don't know. Um I'll announce it on this podcast first. I'm gonna do a um a collab tape in December. Word. With my boy Profit. I'm dropping another one, three projects. Hey, Profit Fire too. Shout out to Profit. Hey. Yeah, shout out to my brother Profit, man. He's he's super tough, man. I'm trying to get him back in his bag right now. You feel me? That, that, I'm trying that to get him out there. You know what I'm that saying? He's tough. nasty, bro. He's nice. He's going to be like Mellow. Remember when Mellow fell back and then was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? And then he came back and he's killing the not like, oh, yeah, he was yeah, tough. Facts. Once time. he threw his hoodie on, right? All right, he threw that. He about profit about to just throw the hoodie on. He about to crazy. <laughs> that, that nigga's nasty. But I told him, I said, bro, I want to do a whole tape with you, bro. He's like, where am I? Yeah. Not like surprised, but probably just thought it was random. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, damn, you want like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, let's go, bro. We make the song we had was the third most played song on my tape. Hey, um, yeah, for sure, bro. So I know the people fuck with it. He sent me a beat the other day. I was just chilling in my room, like literally, like right now. I was about to take a shower. I put it on my TV, wrote the whole verse, and like, he already had a verse. Wrote the whole verse in like 25 minutes. So we got one song done already. Probably make it like six songs, seven song tape. Heard. You still stay out in LA? For sure. So what's I'm the, in LA right now? What's the response been like back home to your music? Back home, like back home in my town, or people in LA? Nah, in your town, back home, like oh my town, yeah, um, they, bro, they're loving it, bro. I'm getting what I told um, what I told like people that I'm close to was like, I was like, I would rather ten people text me and tell me like, yo, I heard this song on the tape and I really fuck with it and I like that you said this bar. Which basically just tells me they really went out their way to hear my shit, yeah. rather than me have a hundred tags when I wake up the day it drops and I got a hundred things to repost on my IG story. I don't give a fuck about that. Nah, you I feel me? You. I just want to know that people's really listening to my shit, bro. I don't care about the likes, none of that. I just want the feedback and the interaction and the actual people that actually really like my shit. You feel me? Yeah, that's yeah. all this shit's about, bro. People, I just want people to hear my music, bro. That's all I care about. I'm trying to, hopefully, 2021, I can get onto a tour. 
I'm trying to speak it into existence right now, make it happen in a couple other ways. But that's that's what I'm um, shooting for right now. All right, word. Yeah, definitely keep that up, bro. Definitely keep that up because I feel like hip-hop was heading in a direction where uh, it's being heavily dominated by the melodies, you know what I mean? But with you, yeah. you're able to incorporate not only the melodies but the lyrics as well. So, like, for the spitters out there, you, it's right. like a little something for everybody, you know? Like, I was right. able to People bounce around hit. the whole type because I like different variations of hip-hop but you were bro, able I to like touch every, on a lot of them you know i got exactly bro i could listen to saw baby and then listen to biggie you feel me or whatever like Facts. i really wanted to say something but like literally but i could literally listen i could listen to i don't really like i could listen to like nas and then listen to future back to back bro oh, you feel me i, yeah. I love i like i love the whole spectrum of this shit bro they ain't really a lane of rap that i don't like so yeah people like us bro that's what we want, bro. We want to hear the serious rap track, get me in that bag. And then you want to hear the fun track when you all having a good time with people. You feel me? Yeah. And that's what it's about, bro. Facts. All right. So last thing that I just want to leave with the listeners, um, what do you want them to take from this tape? From this tape? Um, I just want you to understand me, brother. You feel me? Like when you listen to my music, you're going to learn about me. I'm not just saying things. You know what I mean? I'm really telling you, getting deeper into me. So... I want y'all to see where I'm coming from and anybody that relates to that I want you to feel and use my music to, you know, deal with that, man, because that's what I do, bro. You feel me? Yeah. I like to put my shit through the... I like pain. I like pain music, bro. That's what I be telling people. Like, I like pain. So I want y'all to grow me and just keep keep fucking with me because I got new music coming. I'm just getting better every day. You feel me? Word. Are you doing any videos at all? Oh, uh, yeah. We about to drop the... um, We about to drop the video on me, Tegan, uh, Skizzy, and Swaggy Perk. Uh, we got to drop that off the tape probably like two days. I put the um, I put the little snippet on my IG. It's up there right now. Is that a hundred plays? Yeah, nah, not a hundred plays. Um, my bad, cause we switched the name of the song last oh. minute. Back and forth, back and forth. Oh, word. All right, back word. And f- yeah, yeah. Forth. We about to drop the back. We about to drop the back. And, we about to drop the back and forth video. That's that's coming this week, hundred percent. Right. So look look for that. Bet I'll check that out. I appreciate you having me, bro. Yeah, no bullshit, bro. Uh, definitely for your videos. You got a lot of good storytelling music too. You got good storytelling right. music. So yeah, definitely if you like taking advice, definitely put that storytelling in there. I think you could create oh, something sure, dope bro. with that. I think that's one of the. I think that's one of my strong points in this rap shit. For sure, bro. That's what. That's about the feedback I get from people. That's why I, I was able to that. feel the melodies. That's why I was able to like, like life I chose is probably my favorite on the whole tape, uh, and I love that money clip come right after that. But and right. like obviously second to that is homesick. So like obviously right. a lot of melodies, but like you're doing something right with that. So definitely keep that Thank going. Thank you, my brother. Yo, I appreciate you, man. Seriously, it's 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 um it's it's an honor to be on here, bro. I I be watching y'all shit too. Hey, I appreciate that. that, bro. Just trying to put on for oh, everybody. God. Keep, keep winning. Keep winning. Keep winning at what you're doing, too. Facts. Good looks, bro. I appreciate that. I don't know what we're going to call it, but the deluxe is on the way. I don't know. Maybe you can help me come up with the name, bro. Got you. I won't announce that on here, for but sure, I got sure. you. Million dollar ideas. You okay, feel me? I appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> Yo, stay, hey, stay, man. Thanks for having me. I'm going to um, be in touch with you soon. All right, bet. Be easy, brother. You too. All right, peace. <laughs> That was just GMD Jets. Go ahead and check out his latest project, Too Smooth. It's on streaming platforms everywhere. He's an artist coming out of New Bedford, Massachusetts. Uh, He's really dope, really talented. Uh, So, yeah, make sure y'all stay connected. Yeah, I'm just going to call people. Keep the same formula. 
Turn me up a little bit. I three in a row. Yeah. I can't really trust no one except my mama and my gun. I need some space far away from these niggas and these bitches. You know how they come. She go so low to the damn flow. Make me go psycho. Yeah, I'm Rambo. Michael Jackson back in 85. All go. Jordan, nigga, and one Funny how these dudes be on my dick more than my shoddy beat Diamonds on my body, offsetting like they Cardi B Please keep it gangsta, feel like Molly G All that I can be is just me, swear it's hard to be Somebody else who ain't me, my dog If I had a genie, I would free my dog Gotta go through me before you R.I.P, my dog I just wish that I could see my dog Step out fresh as hell, I gave him stale faces in my shell toes, watching out for shell cases. Yeah, demons in my head, I seen some hell faces. Barely step outside, fuck it, it's a rare occasion. Let down the top, let them see who's inside. To whom be surprised that it's me and my guys. Got my head in the skies, praying to God. I don't believe it. Shivers in my body, I'm anemic, but I can't really trust no one except my mama and my gun. I need some space. Far away from these niggas and these bitches, you know how they come. She go so low to the damn flow. Make me go psycho. Yeah, I'm Rambo, Michael, Jackson, back in 85. All go, Jordan, nigga, and one. Yo. Yo, Tyler, how you doing, brother? What's good, fam? I'm doing good, doing good. Folks, we got Tyler Loyal on the phone. Came in to check in yes, with us. Sir, I appreciate Steve. you. Brother, how you been? It's been a minute since we talked. I'm good, man. I'm I'm, I'm good, bro. Word, you got a project coming out this Friday? Hell yeah, man. I got a uh, Nova mixtape dropping on, uh, on Friday. Yeah, it's been a Thursday You came night. back quick, right? I feel like you Hell just yeah, dropped man. when you decide, and you're already back with something else. I, I don't think that's quick, man. It took like a, I took a legit year break without dropping anything, really. It's been a year? No way it's been a year yeah, since when you decide. Yeah, dropped. I, dropped, I dropped when you decide November 2020. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Word, it's bro. been a year? Damn, niggas. I'm still playing that shit. Good for you. Damn, yeah, I bet, bet. So it's been a I'm year. I'm excited, man. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for y'all to for all y'all to hear, it. especially you, bro, because I know you was actually fucking when you decide. I, I want to know which songs you're gonna, um, which songs you're gonna rock with off this project. All right, so give me some prep. Talk to me about the project. What 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 should we expect? You should expect definitely some experimentation. Uh, it's about eight songs on it. The the intro is probably the most like different song that I've created so far. I think like it's it's like um. It's kind of like a Nirvana, smells like Teen Spirit uh, type of sound, but like in my own t- R&B, Tyler Loyal type shit. You know how that goes, but uh-huh. I don't know. You know, it's just a lot of experimentation. There's the, se- the second song called Anemic. That shit's like probably the hardest, quote unquote, hardest type of song that I've made so far. So I'm curious how people are going to take to that shit too. Anemic? When you say yeah, hardest, like, like, like you rapping like, or like I'm like, going to call I'm, my ex hard? I'm rapping, sing, I'm like singing, rapping, but like it's the way that I was like uh, uh, using my voice. It was just in a, 
harsher, you know. All right. Hustle mode type song. Bet, bet. So was this a project that you were working on the last time we talked? Because last time when we did our interview, you were saying how, um, yeah, you're about to drop when you decide, but you already have this other project that you think is like much more. Nah, so yes, yes. So now nah, that one, I like, so basically my process has got a little skewed since then, but like, bro, I've been since, but when you decide, I literally probably had like record, I've been recording every day since then. I probably have made about say 600 songs since then. Yeah. If it's but told like, me your, your, your bank is crazy. Yeah. 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 My vote is ridiculous, but like actual songs that I'm going to end up using for something or could potentially use, I probably got 50 of them. Okay. So like that's still a lot though, like a lot of options. That that's my that's been my biggest fucking like tribulation so far dealing with this uh just having an overload of music. It's hard for me to pick which songs to put out. Like I, I wish I could do like some big ass listening event with every anybody who fucks with my music and just have them pick that shit. You but, need help sign that up? Yeah, shit. That would be cool too. You trying to that do that? Good. You trying to do that next time you're back in Massachusetts? Of course, bro. All right, all right. Yo, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this on air, right? If you give me a month notice, a month Mm -hmm. notice when you plan on dropping something, I could set something up in that matter of time. You just got to give me the heads up. Say no more, bro. Because best believe I would love to curate an event, a listening type of event for something like that. You already know I get the vibes rocking. You feel me? Nah, for sure. Hell yeah. Do say on deck. Shorty's on deck. You got to yeah. set the vibes right. All right. So, right, I see with this tape, I see on the credits that you're producing more. Mm-hmm. Right? You're producing yeah, more. Yeah. Tell me about yeah. that because I know you produced Mind Your Business, which is still mm-hmm. hard. Probably one of the most underrated tracks uh, that yeah, came real, out of the, out of the, probably in the most underrated track that came out of the state last year. Um nah, real. And you had a good hand on the the production and that so like tell me your uh tell me what the process was like when you were producing for this for this tape so when i was working on when you decide i was like trying to learn like i knew the basics of how to produce but i was really trying to learn and experiment and like you know just gain more knowledge on on in that field so like i feel like in that whole within like four months after dropping it like i hit this crazy stride where i just figured out how to really make beats for myself word so like this project i produced about five songs out of eight uh some of them i co-produced with other people i think like three of the songs i made by myself for the most part Mm -hmm. and um yeah i honestly i like i I used to stress heavily about beats i think i might have said that on the last interview we had did but like i used to just tripping like damn i don't have no beats what the fuck am i gonna do so my man but, made himself some beats exactly made myself some beats and it's been good my only struggle with production now is drums like i usually just make the melodies fine with melodies i like samples and shit and then i'll go to some other producer that i know and just have them do drum add drums to it mm-hmm. yeah so most of the time i just lay out a whole song on with, with no drums and then the drums get added later yeah no bullshit those are the songs i'm most excited for the ones yeah, where you're producing um, it, on on your own. Because I yeah. think, like, I really do think you got a unique and original sound. You know what I mean? Especially coming out of here. So sure. if you're producing a good majority of your music, then I know the music, like, 
because I like his style. So, like, if I know you're handling a good majority of your production, I'm probably going to like a good chunk of what I'm going to hear. So that's what's up. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll I'll be honest with you. We're kind of flying in blind with this tape because the first single y'all gave us was, like, Psycho. And that wasn't like the other shit that you dropped. Yeah, yeah, that was different for me too. That was ex- yeah. that track was an extremely different track. So we mm-hmm. kind of flying in blind, but that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad it, thing at all. It's, it's risky. I'm nervous too. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, this project is it's kind of different for me. Like, it's a bunch of different vibes. Every song sounds different than the, than the last one. Like, yeah, but sometimes you need to take that risk to get you to the next yeah. level. You know what I mean? Yeah. No yeah, artist is made about playing safe. Exactly. This that's what I'm saying. This one is really like from my fans for real and just people who like my music and just to gauge the audience to see what songs cater to what people who, who fucks with what you know it will give me more insight on and ways i can create mm-hmm. for, after this so for sure uh, but i have like like i said but my i actually can't wait to play you some shit uh, when we get to link up because like there i feel like there's a bunch of songs in the vault that you're gonna trip over you're gonna be bugging out like yo bro you gotta drop this right here facts you're gonna play that shit in front of me and then i'm gonna be tight at you because i'm gonna be like why are you holding on to this shit exactly niggas exactly. wants to play me music yeah. just to get me tight because you know i'm gonna be <laughs> tight once i hear it you feel me <laughs> yeah for real crazy shit um what song are you i know you said anemic was probably the hardest that you went on it but like in your opinion one, what's your yeah. favorite song? And two, yeah. what song you think is going to be the one hey, off this tape? That's a good question. So I, I think my personal favorite song has to be either the intro or the outro. Oh. The outro is called Struggle Baby. Yeah. So my personal favorite is one of those. It's more like just me, you know, spilling my emotions and shit. Say that. Talking my shit. But then, like, I think, I honestly, like, we've been debating about this shit, but I really feel like, the fan favorite is going to end up being the sixth song or seventh, I think. No, nah, sixth song. It's called... No, nah, I'm lying. This is seventh song. After Second the to last song. It's, it's called After the Club. Yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah that sounds like some new shit. Yeah, it's like... It's like a, um, it's it's kind of bouncy. Like, you got the 808s. It's me flowing on some smooth, flowy shit. Like, I think people going to like that one. All right. Word. Word. Yeah. You still in New York? No, nah, I literally just got back to Boston. Like couple hours ago oh so you out here yeah bro i just got back like i just touched down oh that's crazy damn yeah. when, when you leaving uh, i think i'm gonna be out here till like middle of december oh <laughs> nigga we can do this what you talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, oh let's set yeah. something up let's set something up. i'll talk to you after this yeah let's set something up that no means more. we can do this bet you already said that this is going to be something new um and exciting for you Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so last thing I want just from you, what do you want people to take from this tape? What do, what do you want them to learn about Tyler Loyal after listening to this project? One, obviously, that my man is here to stay. That's a fact. Uh, exactly. <laughs> that is a I, fact. I, 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 but yeah. what else? Man, I just want, like, I want my respect, bro. Like, I've been putting in work on this music shit, like, I think longer than shit, most artists, bro, and, like, you know, I feel like I really took the time to perfect my craft in this show. It's like, you hear this tape, you'll, you'll know, like, nah, this kid is different. Uh, everything sounds extremely professional. Like, I'm in a different, like, I'm in a different league, and then in a different mode, like, for myself, just, you know, 
Nah, for sure. Nah, for sure. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I want that acknowledgement, man. Yeah, nah, I can't wait. What's called? You're one of the R&B acts out here I champion the most, so... My, so I'm definitely looking out for that and shit. I will. Nah, I won't tell you if it if it's mid. I won't. <laughs> but I know it's and not bro, going bro, to be. You gotta, <laughs> no, nigga, you gotta keep this shit hundred with me too, bro. I want real, 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 real solid opinion. Bro. All right, bet, bet. Just know that I'm not no yes man. So if you want an honest opinion, yeah. I'm gonna give you an honest opinion. You feel me? Uh, yeah. All right, bet. I'm a I'm a check in with you and Fitz since you're gonna be out here for a while. We'll definitely make something happen. All right. Say no more, family. All right, brother. You be easy. Have a wonderful night. All right. Yes, sir. All right, bro. Peace. All right, that was Tyler Loyal. Uh, shout out to him. Stopping by, say what's up to the gang. Um, yeah, we got to get Tyler Loyal on the show now. What the hell? Last time we did an interview was uh, out of the studio, and we said, you know, once they're back out here, we're going to try to get them in. So we're definitely going to do that. So stay tuned for that. I'll be excited for that episode. I'm sure uh, Monty and Darnell will be excited for that, too, when the time comes. Um, anything else that I want to touch on before I head out of here? I'll be honest, you know, I, I think it was after talking to, um, our guests, I was, how am I we're doing this on my own? You know, cat, how am I doing? How am I doing? I'm doing all right. I'm better say, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I don't normally do this. So this is something new for me. I think, uh, whenever something happens, um, to one of us i'm always down to just be like okay everyone take an off day but i was just in the area so i felt like yo why not do this i haven't really done this on my own but i feel like i have to get comfortable enough being in this type of space where i can conduct things on my own so you know we did a shot in the dark and here we are i think things went pretty smooth and hopefully everybody listening enjoyed it as well um i didn't get much jokes off in this episode and i think that's good because honestly, I look to Darnell and Amani to check me on so many things. So if you just give me a wide open platform with a wide open lane and no one to correct me, there's so many ways I can take things, you feel me? And, you know, for the sake of this episode, I think I'm going to just call it a day. You know what I mean? But what I will say, A, what I will say, a couple of things. The baby, you whack. You a clown for doing everything that you did to Danny Lay. Danny Lay, you were also a clown because you know what the baby was before getting involved in all that shit, and you still went through all that shit. And you say nigga, so I don't know. You were you a clown for that as well. I think after that, I can get into my reality check, and then we can get into some music. All right, so let's see. For my reality check. Um, for my reality check, I think what I'm going to leave with the people is just a mental health check in. I had a conversation with um, my best friend over the week and she checked in and she was just like, yo, how are you doing? And I gave my normal statement. You know, I'm doing good. I'm doing all right. Uh, every day is a battle. Every day is a constant fight, but I'm grateful for every time I wake up. That's my normal go-to when somebody asks, how am I doing? And, you know, she said, I feel like it's a front. And obviously, it can be a front. You ask everyone every day how they're doing and whether they're doing good or bad. They're going to tell you they're doing good. They're going to tell you they're doing bad just for the sake of not trying to have a conversation about it. Because, you know, I feel like that's just part of small talk. 
How are you? Good. And you? And we continue on with our lives. But then when you take a second to actually check in with whoever you're checking in with, they might open up to you and actually want to talk to you about something that's going on in their lives. And I was appreciative that she went ahead and did that uh, for me because she got me to open up. Uh, She got me to say some things about how I've been feeling within the past couple of months. And it was interesting saying everything out loud for the first time because I've always had conflicting thoughts. I've always had um, just these feelings in me for a while, but I already learned how to cope with them. I already know how to deal with them. So I kind of just go on life off of that. But, you know, just saying everything out loud, everything that seems normal, no, not normal, but everything that just seems like another day to me, but just saying it out loud, it felt different. Um, It felt different. I was able to acknowledge uh, a lot of what I've been experiencing and what those things might be attributed to, uh, attributed to. And it was just great for that check-in. I'm already self-aware. I'm already self-conscious. But um, sometimes you just need to lay your ideas and thoughts out on paper. Because, hey, if if you're like me, somebody who overthinks a lot, somebody who um, overanalyzes a lot, sometimes there's so many thoughts that you can have in your head where you may have certain thoughts and they'll just get lost in your brain. They might resurface someday, but oftentimes they're just lost in the back of your head. Um, But when I was actually able to just put all those thoughts out on paper, I was able to connect a lot of dots. And I was very appreciative for that. So my reality check to everybody out there is just to, you know, have a little mental health check, whether it's with yourself or with a loved one. Just have a check in Um, because I think it's very important. Nobody's life is easy. Not everyone's life is difficult, but for a good majority of everyone, I feel like life isn't easy. And because life isn't easy, I feel like it's very easy for us to kind of just compartmentalize and just close everything in and move on with our day because we don't want to be the ones to complain because everyone else isn't complaining. So because everyone's not everyone else isn't complaining about their life. Why should I complain about my life? That's kind of, you know, the mindset that we have. So we just keep a lot of shit to ourselves. Um, But I think it's really important to just check in. You got people out there that's willing to hear you out. You know, even if it's something like, even if it's something to you, like that might be dumb. Like, oh, it's pissing you off today. Bitch took my parking spot. The fuck? (laughs) The fuck just saying something simple like that could just release some energy that might have been pent up in you. Uh, So definitely, I just want to go ahead and pass that on to everybody else. It's really important. I feel like there's uh, not everyone can afford therapy, which sucks. And if you really think about it, a therapist is just somebody who's really good at rephrasing a story. If you want to be completely honest with you, therapists are just amazing storytellers. They're they're just going to give you the same. And I'm not downplaying therapy. I think therapy is beautiful and amazing and can give you uh, so many um, can give you so many epiphanies if you really pay attention to it. But if you really want to like come down to it, a therapist is, is an amazing listener that knows how to rephrase a story very well. And some people stop going to therapy after finding the solution 
that they already knew, but they just had to hear it from somebody else. So, you know, it's always good to go to a medical professional, but, you know, you could always get some form of that through your loved ones as well, because you could be going through some shit and I'm pointing at the camera because I'm pointing at myself because I'm talking to myself right now. But you could be going through some shit and you know exactly what the issue is. You know exactly where it starts from. You know exactly what to change and how that could change it. But you're just stuck. And sometimes you just need the hand to grab on and pull you out. And sometimes that hand could be a loved one. So I check in with your peeps. Uh, not everyone's able to do it on your own. So, yeah, check in with a loved one. All right. That's my reality check. All right. Now let's get into our vibe of the week, which I guess is a singular one vibe. I said I was going to play R&B for the remainder of the year. And it's crazy. Oh, my goodness. I did not talk about Kanye West. Wow, that is crazy. <laughs> I didn't get to talk about Kanye West. How much time do I got? I got a little time. All right. Quick, quick little spiel about Kanye West. He dropped the deluxe of Donda. And honestly, everybody needs to walk back their statement about Donda versus CLB. Because let's be honest, did Way Too Sexy work? Did it work, really? We hear it everywhere. They shove it down our throats. It's on every social media platform. You might hear it in the club, but when you really, really come down to it, did Way Too Sexy really do what it needed to do? I don't know. I don't know, personally. And after that, what else is the best song on CLB? No, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great songs on CLB. But if we're just talking about thematically and if we're talking about the project as a whole, after Way Too Sexy, what's, what did Drake try to do after that? Girls Want Girls. Yeah, he's a lesbian. Shout out to him. That was new facts that I learned. Um, that's cool. Knife Talk is cool. The Joint with Trav was cool. There's not much else. But with Donda... And especially with the deluxe, I know I'm biased. I'm a Kanye West fan, but I'm also a Drake fan. So I kind of feel like I'm not biased. But with this deluxe, I was able to get finally the released version of Kanye West and um, Andre 3000, the life of the party track. I was finally able to get that on streaming platforms. Beautiful. Um, he made some changes to the mixing, which is great. Because now I play this, the deluxe on my speakers, and it sounds beautiful. Fabio is still, hands down, one of the best verse on that album. He also changed the order of the album, which I thought was incredibly dope. And now I'm just liking, it's crazy. There's 32 songs on this album, and I probably like a good 30. That, that's good, in my opinion, if you want me to keep it a buck with you. Out of all the new songs that he added... Uh, my favorite two out of the new songs that he added. My favorite two were Remote Control Part 2, which uh, just adds a new Cuddy verse and has an extended outro. But that just made the song so much better, in my opinion. Thug floated all over that. And I didn't really, really start um, appreciating Remote Control until recently. But now nah, that is a fire song. Another dope song that I thought was on this uh, deluxe was Never Abandon Your Family. 
And I can tell when Kanye made that song, I think he made that um, in the in the brinks of his breakup with Kim. I can definitely hear a lot of personal stuff on that song. I connect to a lot of this album. There's some great soulful joints off this tape, and I really connect with it. If you're not a Kanye West fan, I get it. But a lot of people were bashing the man when the tape came out. Uh, I just think it's been a couple of months. Everyone can revisit the album, maybe with fresh ears and just listen to it for what it is. Because I think Kanye, you know, after doing Yay and Jesus is King or whatever that gospel album was, to come back with this at 40 something, mind you, Kanye is 40 something years old competing with still all of the top dogs in hip hop. So you, I don't know, some type of respect got to come out of that. So, yeah, go check out Donda and check out Ye. Man went crazy during his Trump phase. We get it. It is what it is. <laughs> Man, still make good music if you want me to keep it a buck with you. All right, cool. Now, for my vibe of the week, I am going to take it back, actually, and play something off of Don Tolliver's album because I don't like how that album came out and everybody moved on the week after that's a trend going on in hip-hop just maybe music in general but it's happening a lot in hip-hop i won't talk about it now maybe i'll talk about it next week but there's a trend going on where there's so much music the music market is literally oversaturated with releases every single week where now you might get a fire release from your favorite artists and they'll be hot for that one or two weeks But then by the time the next project drops by the next big artist, they're going to move on. And I don't like that we're doing that. That's been happening a lot in 2021 and 2020. At the end of the year, with like next month, when I have to do the end of the year wrap up with Darnell and Omani, that's going to be hard because I'm going to have to pull back all of the albums I dropped this year that were forgotten about. And if you really want to think about it, every, every, almost every major player in the game came out with an album this year. So that's going to be a really tough conversation because there's definitely going to be a lot of forgotten projects that you didn't remember until we bring it up. So, yeah, I don't like that. But, yeah, my vibe of the week is going to be off of Don Tolliver's album. The album is called uh, Life of a Dawn. The song is called 2 a.m. Two in the morning, okay. Thoughts of a life said you feel little baby. Two in the morning, okay. Thoughts of a life said you feel little baby. Don't go in it, okay. Call my phone like you needed something. Don't go in it, okay. Ain't no you back like you owe me some. Come running back until the nose, nose, nose. Nobody mad, I gotta lose something. Hold up, oh, you're way too. Skin loose or something Try me under, make me wonder Fly to London, okay Try me under, make me wonder Fly to London, okay Two in the morning, okay Parts of a life said to creep, little baby Two in the morning, okay Parts of a life said to creep, little baby Don't go in it, okay Call my phone like you needed something Ice 
summers Tryna get you back in the house, girl, cut up Tryna get you back in the house for the double up Get you from the back, watch out how that booty bubble up Yo, best friend, watch me juggle her Bang, get in the bed, baby, snuggle up I'm daddy, fight around, fully loaded And it's automatic, you should see the caddy screw It got a fatty And that was 2AM by Don Tolliver. Make sure y'all go check it out. Smooth R&B vibes all around. Make you want to roll something, sip something, grab your significant other. Maybe go on a little night drive and just vibe out. What? My night drives are the only thing I miss about living in the South Shore. You can't really do night drives in the city, you know? It's different out here, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for this episode. I wanted to thank you if you actually sat through and listened to the kid talk for um, however however long that was. Shout out to y'all for sitting through and talking. I honestly didn't know if I was going to talk for this long. So shout out to me as well. We're, we're doing big things over here. Shout out to Kat for holding it down. You know, I appreciate you. You already know. Uh, but yeah, we'll come back next week, uh, hopefully with Amani and Darnell. And give you the same type of shenanigans. And we'll probably cover everything that I missed. Because it was mad shit that I didn't talk about. It was mad shit I don't talk about. Think about me. Dev doesn't care about much shit. <laughs> but so that's why I don't bother talking about much shit. But yeah. It's been fun. Check us out. Urbanproduct.com. At the Urban Product on all socials. Hit us up for merch. You already know. And yeah, it's been your boy DME. You've been listening to the Urban Product. And we will go ahead and catch y'all next week. Love. Nothing to prove Gotta watch him closely Working but nothing improves How you do what you